What's up, tribe? It is Michael Fleming coming at you with yet another episode of Find Your Voice, where we talk about the continual improvement of the relationships, the health, and the wealth of your dental organization. Not necessarily in that order. (laughs) But hey, I'm so excited to come to you today. It is Monday. Oh, it's November something. It's the Monday before Thanksgiving. I say that because every time I look at my watch and whenever I'm recording this, it just shows me that I'm recording something on my watch. So it actually doesn't tell me what the date is. But if you're looking at the calendar and it's 2019, whatever that Monday is before Thanksgiving, and that's really going to be the theme of this week's, this, this whole week's podcast will be about some type of living in thanks, or obviously the way that I like to refer to it is living in gratitude, right? This is a big thing that, that I learned from all of my learnings with uh, Tony Robbins and, and Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra is that that being able to live in gratitude, being able to live in that present moment. You know, I was reading something last night that, that reminded me that, you know, fear and gratitude cannot exist at the same time, right? And what that means is, you know, wherever you're at in your head, if, if you can live in gratitude and you can find yourself in gratitude, there's no more fear. There's nothing to be afraid of because you're so fulfilled with that gratitude and feeling so grateful for what you've got that there is no more scarcity, right? Does that make sense? And the, the, the opposite is true as well, that when we're living in fear, there's no way that you can be grateful while you're living in fear. Does that make sense? And the more that I talk through this, it will make sense. So if it's not making sense right now, don't worry about it. Uh, and if it does make sense, these stories are even going to uh, help you ingrain these uh, these learnings into your own personal life as well. So and where I'm coming at is last week, last what Thursday and Friday, I was in uh, Tampa Bay, Florida, and the surrounding area. So I was in Tampa, uh, St. Petersburg, uh, Sarasota, Brandon, uh, those areas. Right, I flew into Tampa, but hopped in the the rental car and went all over the place. And that was actually my first time ever going to Tampa, and it was incredible. It was amazing. The weather got up to uh, 80 degrees while I was there. It was so awesome. So. Uh, must have been Thursday afternoon. After I had my appointments, I went back to the hotel, checked in, got my running gear on, and took off for a run. And it was so awesome, like just running down. I don't know if they call it the beach or the esplanade or the waterfront or whatever that is, but from St. Petersburg on the east side. Um, so I was staying at like the Hyatt on first for those of you that are that are locals or that are familiar with that area. That side, whatever that side of the beach is, right? Not the Treasure Island side, but the opposite side, right? Uh, whatever that waterway is, I took off for a run, and I just bust out three miles and, and call it good. Just get the heart going, uh, feeling good. And so I took off for uh, my run, and there's like some con- construction, so it wasn't like a, a straight shot. It was kind of, you know, wandering, if that makes sense. And, you know, I'll run until my watch tells me it's about 1.6 miles, and I was like, all right, and then I'll basically double back and head back. Because uh, I'm not familiar with the area, so it's not like, oh, I'm going to try to do a creative loop, and I never run with my phone. Like, I'm just out there to run and not be distracted, right? And so I'm doubling back, and, you know, as I'm coming back, there was, like, these little beachy areas that had, you know, the beautiful white powdery sa- sand and the the palm trees and, you know, a couple littered with palm fronds that are sitting on the ground, right? And I saw a couple of people that were just kind of sitting and gazing out into the water. I was like, man this is awesome. I need to do this myself. And so I literally kind of took off my shoes and used my shoes as like a, uh, a seat on that powdery white sand. And I actually, actually turned my body opposite the water and 
put my face towards the sun and just close my eyes and let that sun hit my face. And you know, I was there probably about 15 minutes and then I would kind of glance over if I heard like a bird or if I heard something, I'd kind of look around and I looked out to the ocean or the bay there. I guess that would technically be Tampa Bay, right? Uh, I looked out to the little bay area there and there I saw some splashing and I was like, what is that? And, you know, I saw what looked to be like an arm splashing and I was like, oh, okay, there's there's someone that's swimming out there and they were kind of clipping along and then I saw like a second person. I was like, oh, wow. So there's like two people swimming and then, you know, they're kind of swimming from my, if you're, you're looking out to the horizon, they're swimming from my, my right to, heading to the left, right? And then uh, all of a sudden, like all of these fish started like chumming around, like in the surrounding, like imagine like piranha, like whenever we think of like piranha that are going to attack and all the churning in the water or whatever. And then before you know it, there was this little breach and it wasn't people that were swimming. It was dolphins. And so the first one kind of breaches and you, you see that, that fin, that dorsal fin that pops up and it's like, okay, not a shark. And it's definitely a, a dolphin. And then another one breached, right? And then another one breached and they're coming up and they're kind of doing their blowhole thing or they're exhaling and you could hear them. And I saw like a total of eight dolphins. And the, the fun part was it was about 25 yards out, which is not that far, right? I think a quarter of a football field, like I could have thrown a rock at these things. I could have walked out to them. I mean, it, it wasn't that deep either. It was so crazy how, how close they were in. And I just, I'm sharing that story with you because it was just such an awesome moment to be able to stop and take in, A, the sunshine, B, the beach. And then these dolphins were just like the, the icing on top, right? It was like I stopped to be able to so, to, to drink in where I was at, you know, because I'm a big believer in when in Rome, right? Whenever you're visiting uh, another area, really embrace that culture, really embrace the surroundings. Uh, and kind of do what the locals do, right? And check it out, you know, not not judge, uh, not go to my my favorites, right? It's really kind of drink in that culture and drink in that surrounding and, and embrace it. And I was absolutely rewarded with that experience with the dolphins because I've never seen anything like that before uh, other than on uh, like a tour. Like in Hawaii once, I remember being on a tour where it was a boat tour where you we are going to go out and dolphin watch, right? And I'm not sure if they baited for it, if we happened to it, but we were definitely out there looking for that. This was the opposite of that. And I, I was not looking for it. It came to me and it made me feel very grateful and made me feel very special. And, and again, the reason I'm sharing this with you is that that so often we are so busy with the things that are in our head and the objectives that we're trying to complete and the tasks that we're trying to complete and the work that we're trying to get done and the kids that we're trying to get dropped off and the homework that we're trying to get, get them completed for them and the the dinners we're trying to shop for and all of this shit that we're just trying to get prepared for and get ready for that we're never stopping to just be. We're never stopping to just be here in this moment. And the reason I share this was even during my run. I mean, I was out for a run. I, w- I had an objective, right? And there was something about that area where it was like, Michael, stop. Because my appointments were done. I had nowhere to go. You know, like my diet, my, my dinner was going to be, that was the only thing that I had was dinner and work. That was all I was going to be doing. And dinner was going to be by myself. I had no clients there to, uh, to go and entertain. So it was literally like, I could have been stuck in my head. I could have been like, all right, let's complete this run. Let's bust this out and head back to the room, get more work done. But for some reason, like I just decided I saw this powdery white beach with palm trees and palm fronds 
and this beautiful water to gaze over and this, you know, there, there was no clouds. It was just super sunny and it was calling me. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> and I just stopped. Right. And I'm sharing this with you to encourage you to take time this week to stop, to take time this week to be present in the moment that you're at. And this might be especially relevant for you if you're going to be traveling to visit family, right? Uh, where you need to put your needs behind others, right? For the sake of the overall good, right? Or especially if you're heading to in-laws, right? Where their family traditions or family cultures might be a little different than what yours are, right? But it's a great opportunity for you to learn how to take a breath, how to be present, and how to be grateful for where you're at at this moment. Does that make sense? And this is something that that I've continued to learn and I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to learn how to do, right? With the various traveling that I've done and the, the various courses that I've taken to learn just how to be present and learn how to be grateful, right? And once you can find that gratitude, then all of a sudden everything looks more beautiful, right? Because you're grateful for it, right? And it's We've all heard that term of looking looking at the world through rose-colored glasses, right? You know, it's very similar to that. When you can find that gratitude and you can be grateful for that moment, grateful for that experience, uh, it's really empowering because it helps you to open up your heart and let these magical moments inside, right? I'll tell you a story of when I was in uh, Cairns, North Queensland, in Australia. I was there for that Tony Robbins Date with Destiny, and this is a course where you kind of go through and you're basically learning to take control of your life, right? Very similar to what I'm talking about you right right now, but but this was like, think five intense days, <clears throat> excuse me, of showing up at, you know, nine in the morning, not leaving until two in the morning kind of deal, right? Where it's very intense, very intense curriculum, lots of motion, lots of movement, lots of activities, lots of workshops, and it's all building towards pursuing your destiny and what's important to you. And, you know, one of the key learnings that I had during that was learning to exactly what I'm sharing with you right now is learning to stop and find the love and the gratitude in this current moment. And that was one of the things that, that I've written down. And one of the, the mantras that I've carried with me ever since that is, you know, how do I find more love and gratitude in this moment right now? Right. And in fact, write that down because even though this was, this was mine, basically my mission statement or my core value. I want to share that with you because it, it could be a great jumping off point for you as we head into this week of, of thanks, of, of Thanksgiving, right? Where we're, we're finding gratitude, right? And we're finding things to be grateful for. And we're taking these moments to uh, really be thankful for everything that's around us, right? Because everything that we have right now is enough, right? Write that down to you. Everything that you have right now in your life is enough. Enough being the key word in that, right? Because we're always seeking one. What are we always working for? What are we always training for? What are we always going to school for? We're always trying to get what? More, right? And it's like this conditioned response, these conditioned behaviors that we're always trying to better ourselves. And that's what makes it so great, right? And I'm, I'm not trying to dissuade you from not being great, from not taking yourself to the next level, because that's what we're doing. And, and that's another reason that 
I'm sharing these these messages with you is to take your life to the next level, right? But sometimes to take our life to the next level, we need to be grateful for where we're at right now. Because once we can find that gratitude and we can be happy for where we're at right now, the more that we, we add, the more that we, the more grateful we can become for what we get in the future, right? For what we build in the future, right? One of the key learnings that I've had is, you know, no matter what you've got right now, whether you're, you know, living in a third world country and you're sharing a dirt floor with, you know, four other people or whether you've got a mansion in Bel Air for you and your beautiful wife and your beautiful kids and your your servants, right? If you're an asshole, you're still an asshole. And pardon the French, right? But I'm trying to, to drive this home, right? If you're not happy, it doesn't matter how much money you've got, you're not happy. As opposed to, if you can find happiness and gratitude in your current moment, you're going to be happy and grateful no matter what, right? So that's why it's so important to learn, you know, what we have right now is enough, right? And this is another mantra that I carry with me uh, and it serves me very well. And maybe it's something that I can gift to you for this week of Thanksgiving is, is all I need is within me now. Write that down. All I need is within me now. And this was a fun little workshop that I did with, with each of these words by accentuating each of these words. It was so much fun as well, where, you know, you just wrote down all I need is within me now, but by accentuating and boosting each of those words, it really helps have different meanings, right? And really expand these simple words, right? So you're, you're looking at this sheet that you just wrote down these words. All I need is within me now. And by accentuating each word, so let's start. We'll do it together. We'll accentuate the first word, right? All I need is within, all I need is within me now. So if you really kind of say it with, with passion, all I need is within me now, right? Try that again. All I need is within me now. Pretty impactful, isn't it? Then try the second word. All I need is within me now right? All I need is within me now. Takes on a different meaning, doesn't it? Same words, different, different meaning, right? Very similar with, we accentuate the third word. All I need is within me now. All I need is within me now, right? Pretty amazing, isn't it? Like we've said it three different ways right now, accentuating three different words, but it, essentially has three different meanings to your heart, doesn't it? Or to your, 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 your brain, to your gut, to yourself, right? You move on to the next word. All I need is within me now. Wow, how, much, how empowering is that? All I need is within me now, right? Really accentuating the, the present moment right now is within me now, right? And then moving on, to within, accentuating within. All I need is within me now. Whoa, totally different statement now, right? Isn't this incredible? Like, and and I went through this workshop, it's been a while now, but even as I walk through it with you right now, 
like it's bringing back all of these like memories and it's and it's bringing back the reality and the importance of of each of these little areas that we're starting to focus on right like how impactful is that last one within me was is within right because because watch what happens now all i need is within me now wow how empowering is that right how empowering is that for you when you say it all i need is within me now wow right does that give you goosebumps it gives me goosebumps Right? Because who's your favorite subject? You are. Now we just made that about you, didn't we? Now check out this last one. All I need is within me now. When? (laughs) Right now. Right? All I need is within me now. Right? So this is a, a little gift that I'm giving you for Thanksgiving, right? Because I want you to write this down. I want you to go through it and do it. I don't want you to just listen to me do it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Oh, I, I get the concept. That's a, that's the thing too, guys. As you listen with me, I'm not a big conceptual kind of person. I don't want you to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand it. I get it. I I want you to do it because when you actually do it, it takes on a whole new level. It takes on a whole new meaning, right? And it makes it yours, right? If you're just listening to me right now, it's mine, right? It's me just talking. Oh my God, he's good. He's energetic. He's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. That doesn't mean shit doesn't do much for you, right? But when you start saying these things, right? And when you go through that activity, there's going to be one of those uh, inflections, one of those words that, that you focus on that's going to give you chills, right? Because that's such an empowerful statement on its own. All I need is within me now, right? How important is that? How impactful is that, right? And here's the important part. As you start to tell yourself that, right? Because this, this can be part of your affirmations in the morning, Right? Uh, for those of you that have been listening, I've got like a tradition that I do every morning <clears throat> where I'll go and I'll do 50 push-ups, and then I'll, I've got a rebounder that I'll jump on for 10 minutes while I'm kind of collecting my thoughts, putting my day together. But I've got a mantra that I tell myself, um, and this this is something similar to what that is. You know, maybe this is something that you do. Maybe this is, becomes your mantra because it's very impactful. It's very important, and especially on this week, right? All I need is within me now because once you can. Once you can believe that, oh man, everything else is just icing on the cake. Everything else is just that that juice of life. Everything else is just extra, right? It's the, Everything else becomes the frosting, right? If you can find gratitude where you're at right now, then you'll, you'll be able to find gratitude no matter what. It's back to my analogy of, you know, if you're not happy and you're poor, you're not going to be happy when you're rich. Does that make sense? So as we continually, continually try to work towards a better life, work towards trying to make more money, work towards trying to, you know, whatever that next level is for you, right? If you're absent from your children's lives, how important is your life? How, how meaningful is your life, right? And I tell this, there, there's a ton of you that are listening right now that have these beautiful children, but you're so sucked into your work, so sucked into your job that you're not spending quality time with them. And what kind of legacy is that going to be for you? right? It's going to be one filled with regret, right? Because what happens if, you know, two weeks from now you're diagnosed with cancer and you're diagnosed with something that's stage three, stage four, and all of a sudden you're like, holy shit. That's when you realize, I mean, do you wait for something like that before you realize, whoa, what I'm doing really isn't that important, (laughs) right? Right? Because that's where I want you to be thinking about, right? 
Like, what is important? What am I doing, right? Is what I'm doing meaningful? Does it matter? And who does it matter to? Because it needs to matter to you, right? And it also needs to matter to your family, those that matter most to you, right? Do you know who matters most to you? Maybe this is a great activity for you to figure out this week of, of Thanksgiving as well. You know, is it your wife? Is it your husband? Is it your brother? Is it your sister? Is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it your kids? Is it your dog? Is it whatever? The list goes on, right? But, but figure out who that is. And then the next question is, are you giving them what they deserve, right? Are you giving them the love that they, they deserve? Are you giving them the attention that they deserve? Are you giving them the time that they deserve, right? Because these are impactful questions. These are important questions. Again, it comes back to, you know, if you've ever had anyone in your life that has had uh, uh, a terminal terminal illness, for example, uh, it, it becomes that great reminder of our mortality and that great reality check of what's really important, right? So if you've had any friends or family that have had cancer and you've had that wake-up call or like, oh my gosh, life has completely changed. And it's really kind of help us reprioritize what's important. Uh, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, you know, maybe you can learn from those of us that have. Uh, maybe you can put yourself in that position of, you know, imagine what your life looks like if you're diagnosed with cancer, right? How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel happy? Probably not. Does it make you feel scared? Why? Does it make you feel grateful? Where does it make you feel? Does it make you feel like you need to, to start living the remaining days of your life with purpose and with passion so that they're meaningful? Probably. So, that's again, that's kind of my challenge to you is like, once you start thinking of like, like that, like if I only had two years left to live on this earth because of a terminal, terminal illness or whatever that is, like what would I do with those two years? Or maybe it's a year. Or what if I was only given two weeks, right? Like, what would I do with my life if I only had two weeks left to live? Would I, would I go to work and just work 24 hours a day trying to leave, like, an awesome legacy at work? <laughs> maybe for some of you. <laughs> Not me. I mean, I've got four beautiful children, a beautiful wife, uh, tons of great friends that I love very much. I've got tons of great family that I love very much. Uh, you can imagine that I would try and spend as much time as possible with them or have as much of a connection as possible with them for my remaining two weeks, right? And this is where I want you to start getting your head. And not to get morbid, right? But again, nothing's guaranteed in this life, right? And that's that's kind of my mindset is some people get in this mindset of, it's like shit's owed to them. You know what I mean? No one owes you anything, right? If you happen to get some things from other people, be grateful for it because no one owes you anything. Does that make sense? They may choose to give you something, but they don't owe you anything. And once you can kind of get in that mindset, it helps you become more grateful for what you're receiving, right? And again, once you're in gratitude, no more fear and anger can exist. It really helps you be like, man, I really am grateful for the time I get from my wife. She spends so much time with me. And and sometimes I, I think that she's so involved in work. But man, at the end of the day, you know, she really loves me because she chooses to spend time with me on the weekends. And we'll go and we'll do things together. Or we'll go have an, a date night and she'll schedule these things. And it, and it helps me 
get out of my head and, and realize, man, I am really lucky to have someone uh, this special in my life, right? And again, you might have the exact same situation in your life, but if you're not grateful for it, it won't have that meaning for you, right? You and I, so so if you're a guy that's listening, doesn't matter, or if you're a woman, uh, I've got a beautiful wife, you've got a beautiful husband, a beautiful spouse, whatever that is, whatever that is for you, right? My spouse can be doing doing the exact same thing as your spouse is. But if I'm really grateful for everything that my spouse is doing and you're not, they're still doing the same actions, right? But if we're not internalizing that and we're not being grateful for it, it's two totally different outcomes that happen from that, right? And I think this is where I want your head to start going is being aware of all of the beauty that already exists around you. Again, all I have is within me now, you know? The spouse that you've got right now, if you invest enough time and effort into that relationship, it's the perfect relationship. Or if it's already perfect, continue being grateful for it and continue to fertilize it, right? It's that analogy. I love the, the analogy that Grant Cardone talks about when he talks about the people that are that are always looking for the, the situation that grass is greener on the other side. Uh, and then they realize that once they get there, oh, wait, 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 there's another pasture over there. And they keep jumping from pasture to pasture to pasture, always looking, the grass is always greener on the other side. And what they're not realizing is the grass is greener on the other side because those people have been taking care of it. But then when you jump to that pasture, if you're not fertilizing that area, then it starts to grow brown. And it'll continue to do that over and over and over again. And that's why you have these people that continue to jump from opportunity to opportunity to opportunity, as opposed to really drilling down in a certain area that they're at right now right? And realizing what magic they already have in their lives right now. Continue to fertilize that. Continue to throw energy in that. Continue to throw gratitude. Continue to to throw love into that area. And it'll continue to blossom. And if you don't, the weeds will pop up. And shit, the weeds are going to pop up anyway. That's You know what I mean? That's that's part of what's going to happen in, in in any garden, right? If we're using the garden, garden analogy, right? I have a beautiful wife, but you don't think we don't have disagreements sometimes? Sometimes you got to pull weeds. Right. Sometimes to have that that beautiful garden, sometimes weeds are going to pop up, especially when you've got super fertile soil and everything is growing so good. Those weeds sometimes pop up in that fertile soil, too. And so you got to pull those out and you still got to maintain it. And you still got to put effort towards that. Right. It's the fertilizer and sometimes dealing with the weeds. You got to pull them out. Right. As opposed to I'm not saying, oh, man, just let everything happen and let everything grow. I mean, because the weeds are going to grow, too. And if you let them uh, into your garden, guess what happens? It doesn't take long until they, t- they take over. Does that make sense? For those of you that are gardeners or out, out there that are, or that have had a garden, that'll make sense. And for those of you that aren't, just know that weeds grow really fast. Sometimes they grow faster than what you're, you're actually growing. So, but, uh, yeah, not to get so heavy, man. This was like the, uh, break out your doobie and, and, uh, <laughs> and hang out with Michael. But, but seriously, like this is, uh, I've got another story that I'll tell you tomorrow that kind of triggered this as well, uh, out of gratitude. Uh, but I'll, I'll save, save that story for tomorrow. But, uh, it, it was something that happened when I was back in Florida and something I'll share with you, uh, tomorrow, but it, it's really on the vein of gratitude. And let's just say for this week's homework or for this episode's homework, uh, once you stop this podcast, I want you to call someone that's important to you and tell them that you love them. Just cause. No reason whatsoever. If it's your wife, if it's your mom, if it's your dad, if it's your sister, if it's a a sibling, your your child, whatever that is, right? I just want you to randomly call them and be like, hey, 
I just wanted to let you know that I'm thinking of you. And I wanted to let you know that I love you very, very much. And then that's it. I'm listening to what their response is. They're, they're probably going to be a little flat-footed or dumbfounded or caught off guard. Or they're going to laugh because it's going to be awkward. But this is for you to uh, just share a little bit of love for no reason whatsoever. You're not trying to get anything out of it. You're just sharing love, right? And again, what you're trying to do is find more love and more gratitude in this moment right now. And I want that to kind of be the theme of your week this week, of Thanksgiving week, right? Right now it's it's Monday. I'll come back at you again tomorrow on Tuesday and we'll have some more homework assignments. But but that's what this week is about is we're not worried about, well, it could, it could tie into work too. Heck, for that matter, maybe you could even pick up the phone and call one of your customers and let them know, hey, you know what? I'm really grateful for the business that you give me. I'm really grateful to have you in my life. Did you know that? And just, just make sure that they're aware of that. I mean, it's going to be a very similar result, right? You're just sharing love. You're sharing gratitude. It creates the opportunity for you to just show thanks and be genuine. And here's that deal, right? It's just that how the, the frequency of the universe works. The more you do this, the more it's going to come back on you, right? So if you get crazy and you're like, oh, yeah, Michael, Michael challenged me to make one phone call. Make one phone call. I'm going to make two. Do it. See what happens. You're going to get double that love in return. If you go loco and you make five phone calls, you call your mom, you call your brother, you call your wife, you call your child, and you call one of your, your clients, right? There, there's five. I just knocked that out of my hand right now. Guess what's going to happen? I mean, this love is just going to fall back on you five times what it would with one phone call, right? If you're going to go absolutely bat crazy and you make 10 phone calls, guess what's going to happen? 10 times love is going to come back towards you, right? So I just want to plant the seed, right? And and you don't need to go crazy and get stressed out like, oh, I need to make 10 phone calls. Just make the one and see how it goes for you and see how it fills your bucket, how it fills your heart, how it fills your life. And then after that, maybe you choose to make a second one, but just make the one. That's all that matters right now is the one, right? We're trying, we're, we're trying to create new habits, right? And this is something that I even coach with my, my youth kids, right? Um, right now we're coaching basketball, right? And we'll have these drills where people are doing, you know, we're running these plays and I don't care if the ball goes in the basket, right? We're working on fundamentals. If they master the fundamentals, but it, but the ball doesn't go in the basket, it doesn't matter. I don't care, right? I'm applauding the effort and I'm, I'm applauding the fact that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. The baskets will come, man. That'll come. That, that comes with practice and practice and practice. The, uh, the beginning, though, is applying the fundamentals and doing the right motions, right? Doing the right plays, right? Working on that pivot foot and spinning around. You know, we're doing this up and under drill, right? Where we're doing this fake and they have to buy in. And when the defender jumps in, then we kind of go under him and go in for like a layup, right? And it's really easy stuff, right? And literally nine times out of ten, the, bat, the ball doesn't go in because these are like eight, nine, ten-year-old kids, right? Uh, or eight or nine-year-old kids. And so it's, uh, you know, again, we're, we're, we're coaching the fundamentals. We're, we're coaching what their body's supposed to be doing. If the ball happens to go in, sweet. But if it doesn't, who cares, right? These kids get hung up on the, oh, the ball didn't go in. Who cares? Don't worry about that. Master these small steps and the big steps will fall in line, right? Right? Start to knock over the, the, the small dominoes first and then the big domino will knock itself over once you've got everything lined up. Does that make sense? So that's all I've got for you today. So glad I got to share this with you on this week of Thanksgiving, on this week of thanks. If you're listening, I am thankful thankful for you. 
And if you've got any feedback for me, any kind of direction on any more value I could be adding in your life or any other stories that you'd like to share with me, I'd love to hear them. You know, go to dentalmarketingblog.com and there's contact information on there. You can fill out a form or you can email me or call me. Uh, all my contact information is on there and I'd love to get your feedback and love to, to see what other kind of content or stories you would like to be hearing from as well. Uh, thank you again for being here and I hope you have an amazing day and tune in tomorrow because this whole week is going to be, the theme is going to be giving thanks. So again, all I need is within me now. I want you to say that right now. All I need is within me now. And if you haven't done that exercise where you really uh, focused on the inflection of each word, do that right now because that's really going to be impactful for you, especially on this week of thanks. Uh, thank you again. Have an amazing day. Talk to you soon.